We're rolling, we're rolling, we're rolling, and happy Thanksgiving to all of you. Um, this is the Giving Thanks episode eight of the Allen Network podcast. Let's go. Man, y'all don't know what y'all do for me. See, without y'all, none of this would matter. None, none of it. None of it. So I say thank you. Thank you. Listen. Out the gate, I gotta start it all right. Mm. Yeah, they told me you ain't gotta beat around the bush. Deep inside, I feel you, Lord. I've come this far by faith. You blessed me with the voice and gave me the extra push. Oh, dear mama. Mom. But the times I acted foolish, you popped me with the rulers. Beat that I ass. Didn't understand oh. what I do now. You want to say thanks just want to say thanks I just want to say thanks um that was Chris Brown thank you and that record right there probably saved my life a million of times um I can always go back to that record um that's from his Chris Brown album um I can always go back to that that track right there and it puts me back into perspective just listening to it. Um, I'm, I'm sure everybody out there has one song that they can listen to that kind of changes their mind or, or um, it helps <laughs> you get back on track. I mean, Chris Brown is actually a, a great story on how you can have the worst of things happen to you and, and still be triumphant and uh, still share your light with the world. I think that's very, very, it, it's, a, it's a good story about sharing your light with the world, but at the same time, having as much light as you have, you definitely have the same amount of darkness. So think of how talented and amazing Chris Brown and who he is as an artist and then as much light as he, as he puts out into the world and much love as he gives the world with his music. Him carrying inside him that same amount of darkness inside. That light that you carry it's like, you know, the yin and the yang. It's like it has it's balanced within you, you know? And the truth that we all seek is that we want to um put the darkness behind us. We want to uh some call it, sh- you know, the shadow. Um 
So I feel like right now is a time that I have done a lot of shadow work and uh, realizing that as much love as I'd like to give to the world and there's God has put within me this this uh, ambition or he gave me that extra push to make me want to affect change on the world and but at the same time I'm seeking love outside of myself um yeah I know a lot of women out there you uh are challenged with your self-worth um and maybe you got daddy issues. Um, maybe you weren't protected as a child and some some not so great things were allowed to uh, come into your life that you're now looking back on and are able to see clearly why you react the way you do in certain situations. And... Um, I ask for you to have the courage to look at those things in your life, um, dig out the deepest, darkest parts of you, pull them out, and look at them, and really do your best to understand who you are. And if you struggle with your identity because of it, then you need to uh, realize that your number one identity is that you are a child of God. And you are made to carry his light. So, and his energy, and you are divine. So you must get in there, get to work on those things so that you can get to manifesting all of the things that you want in life. Uh, That's the most important thing. Um, Now we all crave happiness we all want it so desperately more than anything in my life I crave peace of mind so you gotta kind of dig in and see your patterns what is it that you keep doing over and over again that's uh keeping you from manifesting your deepest wants and desires and um, is it do are you addi- do you have an addiction? Um, a lot of us do. Hey, you know I, I I will not even sit here and act even remotely like I am anything close to perfect. Oh, Miss Alley Cat got a whole skeleton closet just I have a, I think I have a closet just for skeletons there's nothing else in it <laughs> you can ask my sister Kisa who I'm very thankful for she's seen how my closet looks everything is very neat and organized I have my pants all in a certain area all of my black dress clothes and most of them are black okay my tennis shoes are, and my heels are on the top shelf. I don't wear those as much anymore. And then on the other side are my jackets, my shirts, um, my hats, my sweaters on the shelf. Everything is 
neat and nice and put up. And I keep my space like that because I want to, um, I want to, as long as that is in order, then that helps me keep as much peace in my mind as, as I possibly can. If I, if my place that I come home to and, um, and recharge is at peace and it's tidy and it has all of the things in my space that I love, then, then that works for me. But that's the thing though. I come home and I'll throw that skeleton in the closet and, and, uh, not really deal with what is happening in, in Alanette's life. Um, but I have to say that I'm very thankful for all of those challenges because now I know, I see, I have a, a clear view of uh, how I'm going to get the things that I want in my life and manifest those things and what I exactly what I need to do. I have a clear vision on it and it is going to take discipline. I was talking to Crisco on FaceTime today and, um, he said to me, this is really funny, but he knows me so well. Uh, (laughs) I'm very thankful for Crisco Kid, okay? Let me tell you. Um one of one of my best friends in life, like uh yeah. And I'm very grateful for him and everything that he taught me in my life and for being my friend and always remaining s- steady, you know? And um blessings to him and his family for supporting me. And um, always being a blessing to me and being warm and welcome. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Anyways, he told me, um, well, Alanette, uh, it might be time for you to do another one of your cleanses. You know what? It might be time for a little cleanse fast situation so I can bring in at the top of the year, let's just get, get your feet just, just going, planted, manifesting all the things, all the seeds that I have planted, you know, it's just about time for harvest. It's, it's going to come, you know, it's the winter right now. So what we're getting in the winter, boy, it is cold in Sacramento, baby. That weather flipped on us, didn't it? Woo, child. <laughs> cold. This is really cuffing season, isn't it? It's it's cuffing season. Yeah, it really is. But it's all right because um, I'm gonna go home and cuff up with my dog lady for a little bit. Talk to my grandma, get some family in, and because those are the people uh, and my supporters that have always been with me and um, come out support my events and listen to me and love me and I love you back and I appreciate you everything that I do I do it in honor of you and your support and um friends that I haven't talked to in forever and I could just pick up the phone and we're just back right where we left off and and my sisters uh Chanel my sister Kisa my sister Akila my sibling Leo and my brothers 
and my dad and my mom and my grandmother that you probably hear me talk about a lot, my aunts, Roxanne and Annette, my cousins, Chelsea, my best friend, Kimmy, um, and all of you out there that support me. I can't, I can't stop. I won't, I won't stop. You know, there are days in my life that I feel like, um, that this, this is really, you know, this thing is hard, you know, this thing ain't really easy to do like this life thing, you know, but you have to get in and appreciate every moment. That's, that's just, <laughs> that's the key. That's the trick. You know, you just got to go, Oh yeah, I like this part of living, get out there, get in touch with nature, you know, um, uh, <laughs> so many things that I need to do right now. Like I can see it all in front of me, but it's going to take discipline to make this pop. Anybody out there just, you know, you have something that you, you really, 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 really want more than anything in the world. And you, um, just kind of, you want it, but then it gets hard. So you give up and you go back to your old ways and then time goes on again and you're like, Oh, God, it's just going to take the discipline that I got to stay focused. You know, there's something that I want and I got to stay disciplined and focused or I'm, it's not going to come. And that's just it. There is no, there is no if, ands or buts about it. You just have to stay disciplined and say, yes, I'm going to do this. Yes, I'm going to stay disciplined. Yes, I'm not going to step out on this on my truth like this are the things that I want you got to put your foot down and go get it shazam man um so today I'm giving thanks I'm giving thanks for um the trials the tribulations the hard hard things that Alanet has been through in her life the friends that have come and gone the people that tried to love me, but I couldn't accept it. The people I tried to love, and they wouldn't accept it. Um, for God putting this ambition and this hustle inside of me. And for my grandmother for giving me Christ when I was young, just so I know that there's something divine and grander and inside of me and also acceptance of other people's religions and who they are and acceptance of other cultures and uh, people um, and grateful for those who accepted and embraced me throughout my career or throughout my life. And, um, yo, I'm, I'm really excited. I had a light worker actually tell me that I'm real excited to find out who I am, like the truth deep down inside of me, like who is Alanette? Like who is my divine being? Like 
who am I? And it's quite exciting, like I'm exuberant about who that person really is once I shed all this darkness. Because, boy, I'll be praying on it. I'll be praying to release all of this for me to understand it, for me to know it, and, and to really get a hold of what is holding me back because it's just me holding me back. So I got to understand the parts of me that are holding me back from going forward. I'm sure you all can relate to that. And let me tell you why I'm sitting here in front of my camera or camera phone, (laughs) basically my very expensive computer that I carry around in my hand all the time. Um, I just, I'm grateful for all of it. And I need to tell you and share more of my life and my story with you in hopes in the know that actually someone else will be inspired by my uh, journey to peace and happiness and, and all the things that I want after this 2019 year was, uh, I don't know if I'll, I'll say it was rock. Well, I guess I can say it was rocky. You know, I was laid off this year after 15 years in radio and like no radio, no terrestrial radio job, like not one. I had like three at one time. I went like three terrestrial radio jobs and then went down to none. So it's very interesting to see what is on the other side of that. It's all kinds of things lining up, things moving out, weird ideas in my head that I've had about who I used to be and who I'm becoming and who I'm releasing and who I'm manifesting and I'm I don't I don't give a damn it took me this long yeah so (laughs) took yeah it took me a long time to learn some lessons took me a long, long time. I, I, I can't even say that I'm done learning. I, shoot. <laughs> I got some more stuff to do. You know, I got some more work to do on me. W- will you join me? Will you come on with Miss Allenette and get to this healing? Because that's what I need to do. I need, I need to be able to talk people through it. And let's, let's get this healing together, folks. So the Allen Network is a self-improvement thing. That's what it is. By any means necessary, we're out here. Good people need good people, you know, and we're just, we're just going, I hope that you tap in. I just, I gotta, I gotta heal the world, make this a better place. For you and for me and the entire human race. Oh, man. Michael. <laughs> yeah, I don't sing that good anymore, but, you know, it's okay. I'm, one day I'm going to go get me some, some singing lessons so I could get back at that thing. Because you know what? I want to be able to sing to my husband one day at our wedding. You wait, wait, let me, let me see. What song do I want to sing? Can I see if I can find this song? And I could I could play what song I want to um, sing to my husband at my wedding. Let me see. 
Uh, see, well, what's his name? Oh, yes. His name is this. Over time, I've been building my castle of love Just for two, though you never knew you were my reason I've gone much too far for you now to say that I've got to throw my castle away over dreams I have picked out a perfect come true Though you never knew it was of you I've been dreaming Oh, I love music Too far away for you to say, Come back some other day. And though you don't believe that they do, dreams do come true. For did my dreams come true when I looked at you? And maybe too, if you would believe, you too might be overjoyed, overloved. Yes, I have in my mind a love like that. And I can have it. I believe it. But I got to get disciplined. So what the Lord says that you do while you work on yourself and um, heal yourself and get yourself prepared for your love is you build a community. That's what I believe. So I'm going to get busy working on this community, the Allen Network. We're going to get busy building it. And uh, I'm going to get disciplined and I'm going to manifest the life of my dreams. Will you come with me? Will you come, come along and manifest the life of your dreams? Because it's all in your mind, right? It's a very, very, very powerful thing. Yay. Well, I appreciate it, every last one of y'all, every last one of y'all um, for paying attention and listening and uh, your support over the years. I am so grateful for you all all every single last one of y'all man and there I'm grateful for the stack of cards right here of people that I've met that I'm gonna build this community well, well I, I, there's other people here there's all, all kinds of people that I met I'm gonna follow up you know get more discipline follow up get more discipline got some parties I'm planning some things I'm excited about, some connections that I'm very 
um, excited to uh, go forward with and a lot of love inside of my heart that I'm ready to give to the world and uh, on this platform that God has so fittingly given me. So I got to tap back into the source. I got to tap back into the source and stop doing the things that cause me confusion. Does anybody sabotage themselves by doing things that cause confusion? Oh, okay. You do that? <laughs> you guys are doing that? Well, I am. I, I admit it. I'll, I'll tell you straight up. Yo, I am in. There are moments that I am so in far into the flesh. Woo! I admit it. Oh. Oh, Alanette. Yeah. Ooh, he, Oh, oh my goodness. One of my skeletons just came out the closet. Hi. Have a seat. I welcome you. We got to we got to get you out of here though. We got to set you free. You're my friend though. You're my friend. Anyways, I might be crazy. <laughs> But uh, you know you rock with this kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyways, this is going to be a great show. Um, yeah, this part of the show is coming to an end where I just get to talking up in here and sharing stories and just about things, places, people, whatever's happened. Shout out to uh, the National College Resources Foundation and the Black College Expo that was just in town. Shout out to um, DMAC. Uh, shout out to Priceless, The Rock, BP Official, BP The Official. Also, shout out Lariah Jackson um, for coming out and performing um, at the Black College, College Expo. Shout out to DJ Tosh for providing the sound and um, everyone that came through. And my friend Cherie Kreiner, who I'm grateful for. She said something to me last night, actually, that I'm that I'm dwelling on in my brain i'm gonna call you on on that shereen and ask you what you really think because you're my friend um and um yeah yeah but also want to say thank you to uh an artist by the name of Showbanger. he was out at the black college expo as well and he is my guest on um the show today giving thanks with show banga um i met him years ago and um he, He's always been cool, and um, I wanted to uh, have him on the show so he can give y'all some insight into what it's like to be a young black artist, you know, a hip-hop artist uh, with a young son and, you know, out here hustling and and what it takes to uh, make it as an artist or to be okay as an artist, you know, like to to um, get your money and um, what it takes to get your song on the radio. Um, I asked him that and I uh, think, you know, by any means necessary self-improvement. I don't, I can't tell you how many times somebody has asked me, how do I get my song on the radio? So I went ahead and asked an artist straight to the point, how did you get your song on the radio? And he'll tell you the story. Okay. Because a lot of people just don't know. People do not know the radio business at all. I've been in it for 15 years, and um, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot in there, you know? 
Oh, hey, skeleton. Oh, we have another one. Come on out and join us. <laughs> that was uh, another skeleton came out to, to join the party. You can't see them, though. You're, they're invisible. But, I mean, I can see them. You can't, you know, but they're not going to pop up on camera. I'm just saying, you know. Cuckoo. Yeah, that's me. Anyway, <laughs> so um, I hope you enjoy the interview with uh, uh, Showbanger. He's coming up. I want to actually drop one of his uh, records. Um, his son is actually in the studio with us as well. So that should be fun. <laughs> his son is five. He off the chain. I wanted to play one of his bangers because, you know, he is show banger. When we come back, show bangers on the show with the Allen Network. Um, again, I just want to say I'm so grateful for you and your support. And uh, happy Thanksgiving, y'all. So yeah. They know how we ride. Yeah. Gang, gang, and squad, squad. When they see us, they like, oh, God. Oh, we just getting started. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, touch them, pass, go long. Stop yeah. nagging, little bitch, hold on. Oh, this flow just can't go wrong. Oh, 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 hold oh, up, oh. bro, this my yeah. song. Trying to come to the show, it's sold out. But you can pull up to the hotel. I ain't trying to fall in love, that's how. Keep cash on me, I'm a cash cow. In the fast lane, I can slow down, no. We want the top in the top right now, oh. She gave me top, I dropped the top like wow, oh. All these things, they be trying to steal style, yo. Watch me, watch me move swift like Stroma. You be smoking on that poof, no, that's not loud. You a J Cat fully, you a real clown. In your city, I'ma paint the whole damn town. They know how we ride. Gang, gang, and squad, squad. When they see us, they like, oh God. We just getting started, hold on. All right, it's the Allen Network in the studio right now. Um, we go way back uh, for many, many years. I've been watching. This young man. Can I say you're still a young man? Are you a young man still? still a young, young man, man. baby. <laughs> yes, he's still a young man because he started out when he was really young in studio with Show Banga right now. What up, what up, what up? Some known as Shoei for Mayor. How did you come up with Shoei for Mayor, by the way, anyways? Um, well, I don't know. So I think a friend just was like, bro, you should just, because I always call myself Shoei. That was always my name. Mm hmm. Then he was just like, bro, you should show it for mayor. Uh-huh. I just kept doing it. Okay, so there's show banger, mm -hmm. show it for mayor, show well, it. Showy, showy. I really don't showy, be like, I'm showy for, for mayor. mayor. I know yeah. you don't say it, but it's I'm just, just saying that's Instagram. your Instagram yeah. name. But um, then you go uh, by, well, I didn't even know this. This is real <laughs> funny. <laughs> your, your government yeah. is a William. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today when um we were working getting your songs and stuff off the um off the email <laughs> toge was like is that william <laughs> i was like yeah that's, well, that's him that's him yeah so that's my uh the the uh email i sent it off it's my booking email yeah so, so like, you like to use the name william to yeah, make it look official exactly so it doesn't look like you're talking straight to the artist oh know? yeah I feel, I feel it you know we're out here you know doing all that we can by ourselves you know exactly. just, you know so, so so when you see it come back and you're like william exactly. <laughs> oh, that's just uh the government and Definitely. then you go by chu yeah what what is chu I don't, I don't. Chew is short for like Papi Chulo, you know. 
So, but you know, that's too common, like Papi Chulo and all that. So uh-huh. I just had to put a little, you know, a little, little spin. Spice on oh, it. okay. A little, spin. little make it a little so different. I just calling myself the Chew, and then it just, it, I don't know, it just fit. Okay. Then now my son be like, he baby Chew. Baby so. Chew Chew. I would say Chew Chew. I don't know why I like Chew Chew, because it's like, so know. it's like, you know, I just ran with it. And yeah. So you're originally from San Francisco, California. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Born yeah. But you now live in SAC. Definitely. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And you've been making music for a while. I mean, what was mm-hmm. your first song that you put out that was like, like a banger? Because, I mean, you're a show banger. So, um, you know. Well, honestly, in high school, me, Sue, and Pilo, we all had a group in mm-hmm. Hollywood Keefe. So. Well, wait, wait, go back. What was it called? What? It was called The Go-Getters. The Go-Getters. Yeah. So okay. we was making good songs back then. Honestly, that was getting like recognition and stuff. Mm-hmm. So about that time was when really like I started making music that was like good. And then I mm-hmm. made this song called Homie uh-huh. with me and Young Bari. And then almost did like a million on MySpace. Mm. So after that, I was like. <laughs> he said MySpace. Yeah. Dang. So yeah, that, that goes back. So after that, I was like, okay, yeah, I got something. You really got something, yeah. yeah. So and then, oh, how did I met you? Going around with um, Sage, Sage Gemini, but yeah. then no, I I met you with B Sampson somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right a show so. out somewhere, and uh, we ran into each other. Then and that's when we, yeah. we met for the first. I think time. I was that's when I was on my radio run, either for I've been at. I think I think I I've been that. Yeah, That's yeah. I think I was doing radio run for I've been that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have like a, a a deal then, or were you just yeah you know? yeah yeah? That's mm-hmm. when I that's when I first signed. Well, I had signed a joint venture deal mm-hmm. with my cousin um Leron. Uh huh. He had Mo Better Entertainment, and then it was like uh, Mo Better Entertainment slash Empire. So it was oh like okay, a, like a fifty fifty deal type of thing. Uh huh. And then I just then I went just the straight Empire deal. Mm-hmm. Without my cousin, and then that's what I'm currently doing right now. Okay. So, so um, right now, say the record, the record that you put out, that's you're probably collecting the biggest check from right now. What is it? What do you think? Probably how we rock for sure. How, how we, we rock, rock took me like to the point where it was like, okay, now I'm getting like steady bookings. Uh huh. Just all that, like that. Cause at first it was like Panorama, Panorama started to make noise, uh-huh. and that was like a big dance song. But that's kind of was like the max song. Uh-huh. But, you know, a lot of people I was favorite, you know, on the song. So yeah, it was like I was trying to work my little buzz off of that at the beginning, mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. was like when Sage shit first started popping. So right. that was my song to like, you know, when it was my turn to come out, I would right. come out on that song. Mm-hmm. Then we made I Been At, and I Been At started to do what yeah. it was doing and made MTV and all that stuff. So. Start pushing that, then I came with How We Rock, and then How We Rock probably was like the biggest one out uh-huh. of all those. Okay. For like myself, because it was my song. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so the checks come in from that one day. So how does that streaming thing work? Well, tell me, stream- tell me, like for an, an an artist of your caliber, you know, mm-hmm. how does that streaming thing really work? Like, how does it? Well, streaming be- is really everything now. Yeah. It's like. They don't even really have CDs and cars. Well, new cars don't even come with CDs no more. So it's just, <laughs> the game is all streaming. It's nobody. Oh, my new CD's coming out. Can you go uh-huh. buy my CD? Like, can you come see me um, and buy it? It's yeah. all, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Apple Music, Spotify. So it's pretty cool. I think it's more of you got to have more of a uh, quantity. Mm-hmm nowadays so yeah. i think it's the more the better with the streaming mm-hmm. situation and even i seen dr dre tweet he said the game is more quantity than quality now because it is it's the streaming it's you know you need as much songs as possible to 
collect, you know what I mean? Yeah. Streams instead of people just purchasing it. You know what I mean? They got to play it a certain amount of times for you to make a certain amount of dollars. Yeah, yeah. So I think the quantity and just having a lot of materials. Yeah. What, what it's about now. You see people like Chris Brown dropping like 40 songs. True. So yeah, I, mean, I think that's why. That does make sense though because like, say for example, I'm, you know, I I love Apple Music. I'm not really on Spotify as much, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I have an iPhone. I'm all yeah. I don't everything. like Spotify because they the advertisement. Yeah, always, it, I don't understand it. Yeah, I I pay, I pay for Apple Music, so I not you know I got everything Apple, so I just mm-hmm. go run with that, and I I really like that platform for mm-hmm. me. A lot of people don't like it. You no, know what I'm Apple saying? Music is it's it's easy for me. Yeah, people love like Spotify it. though. Like yeah, I understand. People do. Yeah, but. Um, and dang it. Now I lost like what point I was trying to make right now, but, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was talking about streaming and so, um, oh, we were talking about Chris Brown. So Chris mm-hmm. Brown, like he puts out a album with 40 songs on it and I, you know, download that album mm-hmm. or I add that to my library. library yeah. So of course, you know, like every every 10 songs a Chris Brown record is coming up in my exactly. library because I probably have about 10 of his exactly. <laughs> albums in exactly. you know but the last couple that he's put out have had like 40 songs exactly. on it so yeah he's a smart so guy keeps, exactly it so you are when you dropping your album <laughs> well I just uh, put out a project like two months ago okay called Chew Nice I Know it was like a mixtape kind of uh-huh. thing and I did it with uh, my partners from LA it was mm-hmm. two producers Ladiano and D-Nice and um so now I got another project I did um, that I already had sitting before mm-hmm. I did the mixtape I just put out. It's called um, Chew Air No Way. So I'm about mm-hmm. to drop that before the year is up. And then me and Sue working on I Am Chew. We just finished that up. So we about to push that out after. Okay. That. So that's going to be a project produced by Sudan. Well, no, he don't make all the beats. He make a lot of the beats. Uh-huh. But he he's about to basically, he I wouldn't say he's the executive producer, but he's about the executive producer project for me after. Mm-hmm. But this currently project, nah, it's not all produced by him, but he has beats on it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Definitely. Yeah, Sudan. I always call him Sudan. I got. I should stop <laughs> doing that. It's, I am Sue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know he gets annoyed. <laughs> you know, everybody like Tay. Yeah, yeah. Like Artist name to be said. Yeah, but I say. I don't think he cared. Though, I don't, you know, that's the one thing about him. Like, he don't really... He don't really so um he don't really trip on it that much, but he'd be looking at me like come on, Allie. <laughs> you know what I'm exactly. saying? But so you um had originally I didn't know this about you that you had a group with uh I am Sue back in the day. And tell mm-hmm. me about that and like how did how the two of you meet and everything? Well, um we met because I basically um my mom moved me from San Francisco in the tenth grade. Mm-hmm. It was tenth grade summer going to eleventh grade. She found the, a gun in my house. Ooh. that I was having mm-hmm. and um she was like nah you about to go live with your dad so I ended up living with my dad and for some reason I went to this basketball camp called um it was top 100 camp because I played basketball uh-huh. so I made the top 100 camp in California so I went to that my dad ended up meeting my uh long uh my uncle mm-hmm. they, they, they didn't see each other for a long time so uh-huh. they ended up linking back up and my cousin was playing there and he's like oh well, won't you come play at Pinot so I ended up just going to Pinot playing there and that's how I met Sue and Pilo because mm. we all went to Pano. Okay. So after that, we just end up forming a group and start making music, just having fun with it, putting stuff on MySpace, and we end up getting a lot of friction. Mm-hmm. And we just kept going from there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you've had a long, a long career. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, you know I mean? definitely. I feel like it's still. I'm still just learning and understanding the business and 
being able to um, figure things out on my own and mm-hmm. just trying to figure stuff out and just, you know, it's a new era, you know, it's, it's a lot of new stuff going on, little apps and certain things you got to do. It's more than just, you know, saying, hey, I'm a rapper, you know. Yeah. So, so what apps figuring. are you on right now? Well, I know they got that thriller thing. I think it's called thriller, thriller or Thriller. thriller. Yeah, yeah. And then uh-huh. the TikTok. So, I'm so are you up? Are you up on TikTok? I haven't put no <laughs> stuff up yet, but I'm about to. I was just waiting for all my new music, and then I was gonna put some stuff. up. What do you, I mean? Like, music. what do you think is gonna be? You gonna be rapping along in the camera or yeah, doing like all the stuff. all the with the I rest? I do that of the regularly group. on my Instagram story. Yeah, I think they have like a little stuff where you can like edit and do. All yeah, that and well, I see like all stuff. these crew, all these dance, you know, well, hip hop and like crews that they dance, yeah, they so they do that there. thing. Yeah. yeah but that, I mean, that's not for everybody, you know, nah, like, nah, I don't nah. really, you know, I'm just I doing it for really, fun every yeah. once in a while, but I still want people to respect the music, so I don't, I don't try to get too comic, because I do have that inner, like, comedian, you yeah. know, but I don't try to get too into it, because I still want people to take me serious as an artist, I feel like once you so, like, comedian, uh-huh. it'd be hard for people to be like, all right, well, I'll, let me go listen to his album, yeah. you know what I'm saying, because some people that actually, I feel like, make, you know, quality good music, like Fat Boy, but I feel like, People more they want that funny shit from him more than mm-hmm. me taking you as a serious rapper, you know. Yeah. So I want to just keep it to where people just take me serious as far as my music. So I keep it more like trying to get the quality just, of the music. It is so trash to me that Instagram, which is really a platform that I really love so mm-hmm. much, that has become such trash because Definitely. of the the ability to purchase ads, mm-hmm. and now you don't even. I mean. I know I follow you mm-hmm. on Instagram, exactly. but I don't see any of your stuff ever. It's, no, it's they did mess it up. I think at first they would have it to where everybody in your followers viewed you, but they, mm-hmm. they toned it down to where I guess people that only like on your page every day or click onto your page a, a lot, a lot, and mm-hmm. the people that actually see the stuff. That they you really post. limit your posts. Exactly. Let me tell you, I had a um, digital marketer on the show, mm-hmm. um, my, actually my last episode, and he was telling me, this is basically what has happened. So, you know how you go through your Instagram mm-hmm. timeline now mm-hmm. and you see friends post, friends post, friends post, ad. Mm-hmm. Friends post, friends post, friends post, ad. Mm-hmm. Because now, you know, they only limit the post, they limit the post because they have to make room for those ads. Mm-hmm. So, the people that put up the most amount of money mm-hmm. are going to break through on your timeline, not your friends. Exactly. So, but you, that's why I figured that out too, shit. I be putting ads on my shit too. Because <laughs> that's what it is. I feel like I mean, yeah. my brand is just like Pepsi or heineken when that mm-hmm. shit pops up on my shit so i feel like if you're not looking to brand yourself like them top corporations then yeah what are you doing i know you but i mean up. dang dude I, I ain't got pepsi money though brett you, it don't cost that much to put i you know it don't put that it don't cost that much but you know what if I'm you saying? want the real viewing to do yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying so if i want people to really be able to view like what i'm doing on my podcast or anything then i really got to put up real money for that a good amount yeah. I seen I seen Sue put up a good amount of money on Facebook ads. Really? Yeah, just like he was his album dropping and he was just, you know, promoting his uh-huh. album. Because he's independent, so he was just yeah. doing his own promo. And that shit is definitely serious. Yeah. He was also saying, the digital marketer was also saying that Facebook has done a, you know, Facebook now owned by Instagram. You know, I mean, Instagram not owned by Facebook. Facebook has really done a great job of not going away. Mm-hmm. even though they're inundated with ads. That's like all you see now. You know On what Facebook? I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah. all you see. Like 
the app, the app is basically like going to, you know, go downhill and just in the same thing with Instagram, like eventually it's going to be done because people are not going to want to look at it anymore. So now here's TikTok, which already has, I think he was saying 6 billion people on it already Mm. because what TikTok did is they came in to Facebook and bought Facebook and YouTube ads on those apps. And Mm -hmm. then now they're the new hot shit basically you know so now you know instagram's gonna basically keep going down but i i want to hold on to instagram i actually like that platform is more of an everyday personal instagram is more of a personal app yeah because at the end of the day you'll catch yourself at the house on instagram looking at your own pictures you know so it's it's like instagram is more personal you know so i feel like it's but it's something that you can you know interact with others uh-huh. but it's more of a personal application tiktok is more of a fun everything we all can make a video you know what i mean yeah. so it's more of a it's, di- it's a difference but i feel like they definitely fucked it up <laughs> they definitely did that They're like they did too much like yeah i understand that they want to monetize the app but it's so like basically that means like your followers don't even matter it doesn't and that's why they were gonna take the face the likes away yeah. the likes and the the views away because it doesn't even really matter anymore exactly It'll, you know, you'll be able to see I had it. did peep that. It's like I had went, like my likes would go down and I'd be like, that don't make sense. Yeah. Like, why is it like, you know what I'm saying? And then I was wondering, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was like, oh, yeah, you don't, they don't show yourself, you know, your page to everybody like they used to. And then sometimes, like you say, you'll be scrolling down your timeline. It'll be like 30 minutes, two hours ago, yeah. five hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like, remember, you used to say like, Five minutes. Yeah, six just minutes, like it like was actually like a timeline. Con- for yeah, her. chronologically they placed turned it into in there. A straight business. Yeah, it's once it's, it cracks. Because I mean, I know I for sure spent ten thousand in Instagram ads. Really? Yeah, for sure. Ten G's. For sure. For sure. Ten G's. Shit, yeah, because once they cracked the stuff, I had to, you know, so I needed to promo. Because I mean, I pushed myself. It's not like I got. 50 niggas put every time I post, they feel me. So, <laughs> did you say 10 G's? Yeah, <sighs> damn. What am I gonna do about this? Then I don't know. That's a lot of money, showy. That's a lot of money. So, obviously, you're making that money back, right? Yeah, yeah. But I feel like shit, I'm my brand, I gotta invest in myself at the end of the day. So, it's like. So do you think it was just, it was it just Instagram by itself or was yeah, it across Instagram all platforms? Instagram by itself. But that's probably like over like a three year, two year span. <laughs> Damn. Shit. My first video when I first signed was 15,000. I've been in that video was 15,000. Okay. I can understand if you put that money up for, to like to produce a video. Yeah, I get that. But you still got to promote the video. So it's like. And that's the thing about the business that is fucked up. It's mm-hmm. like, say I am an indie artist and I don't have a super big budget. Right. You can't do much because mm-hmm. to get on MTV, to right. get on radio, to get on certain shit, you know, it takes a budget. Yeah. So it's like that's that's the catch too. As an artist, can what can you do that a label can't or can do for you? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you got to be willing to put the the money yeah. up and the work up. People don't understand like. Uh, musicians, artists, rappers, whatever, come to me all the time. And they're like, how can I get my song on the radio? And like, that is such like getting that question from people Mm -hmm. is like, first of all, I've been in the game 
for 15 years now. Mm -hmm. So are you willing to pay me to consult you? You know what I'm saying? Because that is actually information information that I have gained throughout my career. So they're asking it because they really don't know. They really don't don't know. Understand that everything is a business. You know that these radio stations is a business. They're not just gonna. Oh, I like this song. Let me pop it. Let me pop it on. It doesn't. It doesn't work like that at all. Like people just don't get it. So, um, since since I have you here, yeah. We go, man, you don't know how many times we've had this conversation, like exactly. on live or whatever, <laughs> just trying to break it down to people yeah. how the music business works. Yeah. How, okay, number one, how, Showy, mm-hmm. how do you get your song on the radio? Go, tell them, tell the people that are listening right me, now. This is how you do me it. Me personally, I, um, I built relationships with people and I, um, I met Big Vine before mm-hmm. and they started this thing called Home Turf in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And this is my story, how I got my song on the radio. And they would just be like, send us emails and, you know, we trying to play Bay Area stuff. So I would be that guy that I would go to the club and actually link and build relationships with mm-hmm. these DJs mm-hmm. to the point where, you know, they would fuck with me. So that's where it started, really just relationships and building and me be just always staying in people's faces. And mm-hmm. once I came with something that was actually solid and it was actually moving, it was it was good. And I had this song called Shots Fired. It mm-hmm. started to make a lot of noise in the streets. And once it started to make noise, I already had the relationship. So I'm mm-hmm. like, look, this is moving. It's doing its thing. Boom. And then it just worked like that. So mm-hmm. really, I would say relationships first. Okay. Just building relationships and just... You got to make noise, too. You can't expect somebody to play something that doesn't have nothing, you know, going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, stuff having notoriety. So. Okay, so when you say going, what do you mean by going? Like it, moving and getting views and all mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Yeah. That's what I mean. So getting views mm-hmm. on, like, have all of your stuff set up already for on in YouTube. Exactly. So your stuff is on YouTube getting YouTube. views. YouTube, what they have now is DistroKid. They have mm-hmm. this thing called DistroKid, and they have other uh, platforms to where you can just put your song up totally 100% independent. I think mm-hmm. they take a little small piece, but they put up all your stuff, put you on all the the stuff and mm-hmm. everything. So, yeah. Okay. So you got that. And then, so you also mean, this is another thing that people might not know. Um, your DJ, The DJs in the city mm-hmm. should be rocking with your stuff, too. They yeah, should definitely. be playing that in the clubs. Definitely, but see, the de- the thing about it is a lot of artists don't like to do it. They don't like to go to the club and mingle mm-hmm. and meet people and build relationships and do favors. You mm-hmm. know, everything is all money, money to certain artists. But what you got to understand in this business, it's about favors and needing some. You're going you gonna to have to give some, you're going to need some. So mm-hmm. you got to know how to play it. Yeah, okay. Definitely. So that's how you got your song on the radio. Basically, the old-fashioned way. The old-fashioned way. The old-fashioned way um, of building relationships, okay? Mm -hmm. Number one. Now, number two, like you said, you invested money in yourself. So you definitely have to have some type of budget for what when you go forward? Um, First, starting off, you need a budget at least for your video. Mm Mm-hmm. And at least for your, I mean, your studio time and all that. Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to record this on before you can, you know, make a video. So mm-hmm. I would say first studio time. Yeah. You're going to need some type of budget to record a song and make us, you know, go to the studio, get some quality mixing. Quality you know. mixes, so please. So at the most, it'd be like 
40 to 50 an hour, depending uh-huh. where you go. But if you if you get in charge around that, then I would say that's correct. So a lot of people that you knew, though, in the industry are your the relationships that you already built or mm-hmm. artists, you know, like you. I know like Sudan, like or I am Sue. Yeah. He has his own studio. You know, mm-hmm. he was he's producing his own stuff and exactly. he had that capability. So a lot of times you might not have to pay necessarily for studio time yeah, you know what i'm see, saying but that's when you luck up on but the these are my friends it's yeah. not like we just musical friends or, yeah you know we just co-workers or you know some type of stuff like that these are actually my friends mm-hmm. and they was doing this already in high yeah. school making beats back then so yeah we, we've been at it so it's just about us just still going and still trying to perfect the craft and just never giving up and just mm-hmm. always 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 going okay so we talked about getting we're getting your song played yeah. on the radio so first st- i would say you, you gotta have a budget ri- for a studio you uh-huh. gotta have a budget for a video and then you gotta have somewhat a budget to to push it at least mm-hmm. in the clubs you know dj's going about 50 dollars or something maybe spend oh I didn't, I didn't even know about that part of it like yeah, i don't know DJ's how you had to slide dj's yeah, a little bit of money to drop that because <laughs> you got to think in the club they want to play what's getting a reaction your mm-hmm. song on the club it might not get a super reaction because you mm-hmm. know it's it's new to some people so to f- to fuck up they little mix they already got going yeah yeah you know they gonna want some so unless you know them or you got a relationship but i would just say those three those two things for sure studio mm-hmm. time and video and then you just load it up to them to all these websites and streaming stuff and you never know what can happen you might be an overnight success yeah but uh, it might take you a long grind yeah everybody career different let me ask you about this though. Let me ask you about um did you ever do like stuff in the strip clubs and stuff where you would like have your music in the strip club and you know throw money and all that? Did you ever um, do anything like I ain't that? Gonna lie. I was <laughs> I never was big on like the strip club uh-huh. scene. Mm-hmm. I would go and just to see what it was about, but I I don't know, I never was big on like tricking money. Uh-huh. I never. Have you seen some of your friends do that though? No, yeah, I mean, I've threw some money before, <laughs> just for the cause, because you know, gir- you know, girls get to say, "Hey, bro, can you throw the money?" But really, I, I like to collect money more than I like to throw it. So thank you, thank you, I, I appreciate that. And then, okay, so getting your song played on the radio. Number one, you need relationships. Number mm-hmm. two, in your song needs to be popping. You need to be Definitely. making some mo- noise in your city. Yeah. And um, then get your songs played in the clubs, mm-hmm. you know, and then you have some money for a, a video, have some money for, to put up um, for the DJs in the club, have Definitely. some money to, um, and then, okay. So so what's the what's the um the hustle with these record labels out here then? Like yeah. what's up with that? I know tell them about how there's actually you just don't get signed. It just nah. doesn't happen like that, Definitely dude. Not. I feel like that's another thing too. It's about who you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's with anything, with with sports, with music, with the streets, you know. It's really about who you know. And I feel like the same stuff that I told you to do with, to get your stuff on the radio is the same thing to get attention from a label. Mm-hmm. Because if you're doing all that independently, recording your own music, putting your own videos on YouTube, they're going to see that you have a push, you have a mm-hmm. grind. You're not just waiting for them to do everything. So right. I feel like a label loves to see an artist that's independent move independently and show that they actually take this serious. Cause yeah. It's not just something to play with. And I feel like a lot of people see that it's a popular thing to do now, mm-hmm. make music and get notoriety fast and that's it. But that a lot of artists like that don't really last because they don't understand 
that it's more than just that and mm-hmm. fame and you know quick money. You yeah. Know, if you want a longevity type of type you of really want to do this yeah. as a career. And that, and I knew that always was going to be my path. I never was going to be that overnight success. I knew I was going to be a long grind, mm-hmm. and I was always willing to grind it out. So I, that's where I'm at now, and it's just it's just a long grind. And you just got to do it because you love it, not because it's going to pay you this or you want a fancy car or you want all the bitches, you know, you got to do it because you love it. Like yeah. when you wake up in the morning, you think about that. That's, you know what I mean? You, you own that, you music is, it plays a part in your life. So mm-hmm. if it ain't about that, then really I feel like you're doing it for the wrong reason. Right. Definitely. Right. I get this little one behind you though. Go ahead and get him over here on hey, the mic. Come, come here, on. man. Come here, baby. Chew. That's all he's waiting for. <sighs> Just wanted to be talking a part of the video, huh? Go ahead. Go What's ahead and name? say something. What's your name? Okay. Okay. And this is... Um, A.K.A. what? What's your other name? What's your, what's your other name? You know, Baby Chew? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now you now you want to be shy now that we got you on the mic, huh? You want to be shy now? Is that what it is? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Go yeah, get on the sorely share or something like that. So, yeah, that's um, Shobanga's son. He just really wants to be on the mic. Now he's asking yeah, when we're going to be done. just came and performed. Uh, Pilo had a show. He brought me out. And he came on stage with me and Pilo. Mm-hmm. And he was killing it. And he was juice. He was bugging me. Like, are we going to go on stage? Are we going to stage? Mm-hmm. Did you like that? You had fun? How yeah. old is he now? Five. Yeah, I had to, sh- man, I had to get, you know, Mama Alley Cat up in here. Had man. to come and take, take a visit. And let him know to calm down, bruh. He just, he just, he <laughs> I know he's five, he five years yeah. old. I mean, you know, you take him just about everywhere you go, though. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You're like, I mean, he talks about like he likes to be a rapper. He want to be a rapper. So I show him what. what so you feel like you would encourage him to do to do that, yeah. to follow in your I mean, footsteps and yeah, be a rapper? That's, that's what he want to do. Okay. For sure. And why not? I mean, I can write him great songs. Yeah. When you going to start rapping, Baby Chew? You gonna start rapping? Oh, he just looking at me. Now he's trying to be shy. Yeah? Okay, well, shoot. <laughs> right there, rap then. Let me see something. Come over here on the mic and rap. Do rap. Come on. Yeah, he giggling rap? now. You wanna rap? You gonna be a rapper, a world famous rapper? Yep. All right, then. I'm gonna hold you to that. See, that's what I'm saying. He's five years old and he already saying it. So it's like, I, I'm not gonna be like, no, you're not. You know, <laughs> yeah. That's what you wanna be. You're gonna go to college. Exactly. <laughs> nah, you're gonna be whatever you wanna be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it. I feel it. So, um, usually I ask on the show, I have uh, five hard questions. Like, this is a podcast, this is not a, mm-hmm. your typical terrestrial radio thing. So, this is what I wanted to be doing all this time. This is talking about the things that I want to talk about. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And this is the blessing of being able to do that on a podcast setting. So, um, it's called Five Hard Questions because it's five hard, it's questions that are hard for me to ask because I'm not your typical shock jock personality. It's just like, yo, uh, where's your baby mama at or something? I don't know. You know, that's not my style, you know? So it's usually hard for me to ask, and sometimes it's hard for the artist or the person that's sitting across from me to answer. Yeah, Sometimes. For me, I'm pretty open. I like to be pretty open. Okay. So let's talk about, um, let me ask this question. Was there ever a time during your career Mm -hmm. that you really, really wanted to quit and give up being a rapper? Like um, you were like, it's, 
I can't. I would say maybe the thought was like, man, maybe I should quit. Like maybe I could do something else or like why I'm not popping as fast as other people. Or, mm-hmm. You know, I would think that stuff like that. But quitting, like, I don't know. I just, I just, I, 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 I like it too much to just mm-hmm. quit. Because even if I wasn't going to get paid for it or, if I, you know, I wasn't going to be doing mm-hmm. shows i think i would still do it just for the fun of it just mm-hmm. to just to drive around in a car and listen to me right so you want to drive around the car and listen to me for sure <laughs> for sure so it was like on my own instagram look exactly. at pictures of me exactly. <laughs> making videos on instagram looking, looking at, at me, me. Exactly. so <laughs> it was always a me thing with the music and mm-hmm. even with who i am as an artist i was always big on me and i believed in me and so quitting was never really like an option, mm-hmm. but definitely I feel like that go through every artist's mind. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once you start thinking like that and you actually keep going and you, you have a, a good breakthrough moment to be like, maybe I'm doing it for a good reason. Okay. So. Tell me about your absolute lowest moment in your career. Can you think of that lowest. low moment, the lowest moment where you were like, this is that. Yep. Right before, like, I would say like panoramic drop. Cause I was like, come out from there. Come on, <laughs> sit down. Right Don't. before a panoramic drop, I, I was like, I didn't know what I was going to do with the mm-hmm. music shit. And I was thinking that and then look, one song went viral. So it's really, it's really just about not giving up. Once mm-hmm. that starts being on your mind, that means maybe you, you in the right place. Cause you at that, you at that point where it's like, I can give up now or I can keep going. And mm-hmm. s- something may really actually happen. But, you know, it's about having your own vision. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You don't know what's going to happen. No one does. You know what I'm saying? Only God has your plan. But at the end of the day, if you have a vision and you have goals, mm-hmm. long as you grind it out, I feel like, and you knock down those goals and you always keep more goals to do, I feel like you can't fail. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just about how long are you willing to, because I was talking to someone the other day. It was about, we were talking just about wanting something and how long could you go? Yeah. Until you got it. Right. Like even with being a lawyer, mm-hmm. like you going to get that pay, but it's mm-hmm. going to take you about eight years. Right. How long are you willing to be regular mm-hmm. until you get to that eight years? Right. Or are you just being okay? Mm-hmm. Are you, you know, so if you, I feel like that's where it, it in, in music, it separates the real artists from the people that's just doing it. For I mean, wrong do you really think that money has a lot to do with that that moment that you had was it like financially you were like this being broke stuff is is that trash too. that too but see i will always figure out a way to make money or get some money mm-hmm. but definitely because like i feel like in life you always want more yeah but i feel like at the t- sometimes it'd be like in life are you cool with being content mm-hmm. and having something more than nothing mm-hmm. so once i was cool with just you know what i had Anything else was a plus. So basically coming from a place of gratefulness, mm-hmm. like, so do you think it was hard? Like when your son was born, you were like, fuck, yeah. I really got to get mine. When my son was born, that, that game, that's when I knew I couldn't quit. Uh-huh. It was like, you, it ain't no turning back because mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't feel like I had no other way mm-hmm. to really do it, but the music. And I felt like it was all genuine. Mm-hmm. And I was around good people, and I was able to come up with people that I started with and people that, you know, I actually had genuine real love for, like, Sage, you know, it's like family. So it's like it was different, you mm-hmm. know. I actually was blessed, and I was lined up with, you know, some great people, and we, we did some great stuff, and we made, you know, 
I feel like we gave a great sound, and I feel like we still do to the Bay Area and to mm-hmm. California. You know what I'm saying? We, we got a unique party sound, and we represent a lifestyle that's, you know, positive, and and it's about, you know, partying, and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's going the opposite of what, you know, people promote, and I feel like a lot nowadays, which is like street shit and a lot of gangster shit, I feel like a lot of that is promoted to our kids nowadays, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, it's the coolest thing to be. And I don't feel so, so I'm not so big on that. Yeah. I actually, you know, know yeah. about that shit. And I know what that should have do to you. And, you know, one of my day one people I grew up with, and he like my brother, mm-hmm. just got 26 years. So wow. I feel like HBK gang and Squad Squad and Smop Life, what we bring to the game and we bring to the shit, we promote, you know, positivity being yourself. You know, I'd rather you fuck a bitch than kill someone, you know? Right. So I'm more on that. Like, you know what I'm saying? All right. So, <laughs> all right uh show banger in studio right now Salad network um thank you for stepping in with me i it's really good. appreciate you taking the time and you know just i think this is different i i probably interviewed you i've interviewed you many yeah, times yeah but well, we interviewed like on the radio so it's like yeah it's, things, a, it's a lot say, different can't just cuss can't cuss you gotta yeah, be it's con- more of a be yourself type of thing always editing cool. yourself you know so it was just good to be able to talk to you and just uh find out a little bit more about who you really are and, and what your, where, where your mind is, where your head is at. And I really, I appreciate you, you know, taking Definitely. the time to do that. And, um, no, it's so what is the, okay, this is the last question that it's I'll good. ask. And it's then good. I'll just, we'll get into Actually, the record. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Sure. Um, what do you think, you know, the hyphy movement, right? Yeah. So, are we still in the hyphy movement or is this Definitely. a post hyphy movement? I would, I would say it's, it's just, it's just a new way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we more, um, we introduced it. I don't know how to say the word, but we made it more industry. Like mm-hmm. I feel like the hyphy movement is, it's more industry. Like even I feel like Saweetie's on my type is super yeah. hyphy, but you know, it's, it's more industry. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a lot of stuff that Jeezy is doing, he's making, you know, hyphy kind of music, but mm-hmm. he's doing it like on an industry level. So mm-hmm. Pilo, Sue as well, Sage, everybody, I feel like we all pushing still making that make you feel like that mm-hmm. you know that it's, it's, it's that new way we're just trying to make yeah. it you know new wave mm-hmm. I, I feel like we just trying to be bigger than just this like yeah. this box and i feel like because the they really did put that high that high feet in like this little box sure. but they don't For sure i feel like they put bay area music in that box uh-huh. the whole world like i feel like we don't get near close to enough credit right for the music we do make i feel like it's always overlooked i mean like the one of one of the biggest artists to me you know Mm -hmm. in in my life is is 40 e40 but he don't even get the recognition that he deserves you know not not at all not at all all. but i just feel like that's just because the bay area is so unique Mm -hmm. sometimes it's hard for people to understand so yeah it is sometimes what you don't understand you know you don't get so yeah but I feel like it's coming around, you know, like with artists like Jeezy and, you know, the people that we got representing mm-hmm. the Bay. You right. Know? Right. It's a lot of good dope artists and dope music coming from the Bay Area. So I feel like the time definitely is now. I feel like the next five years, the music definitely will be 100 percent accepted by the industry. All right. So tell me about this new record that you got. Well, it's just a record I put together. Uh, My brother, Chris O'Bannon, he sent it in. He already had the hook on it. I came and did what I was going to do on it. Mm-hmm. I sent it to Sage. He liked it. He came and did what he was going to do on it. And this who was he. Mm-hmm. Produced by DJ West. Okay. Um, give out your social media and stuff. And um, 
your whatever new project needs to just okay. go run down the gambit of definitely, everything definitely. going well, on you with can you. Follow me on Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, all that. Showy for mayor, S H O W Y number four mayor. And also go get my new record. It's called Who Is He? Go grab my new project, Chew Nice I Know. And just know that I am Chew coming soon. Chew Air No Way, my new album coming soon. And we just dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping. Yep, yep. Definitely. Stream it, stream it so we can get streaming this some money. <laughs> money. So we can get them checks, boy. Definitely, definitely. All right, let's do it. It's the Allen Network. It's a new one from Showy for Mayor. No, Show yeah. Banger. Chu, William, who is he? It's the Allen Network. Look. Don't get this shit confused. I'm not the nigga that I used to be. I know they wanna see me lose. I know they hate the way they chose on me. That's on me. I walk in and like who is he? Who is he? I walk in and like who is he? Walk in, they like, who is he? You might have seen me on MTV, ay. You might go blind when you see me, VV, ay. I'm finna go for that brand new AP, ay. Fuck them bitches that fagged off on me, ay. Look at they face when I pull up new key, ay. Stuck in the limelight, I am. Loving this past life, I am. I'm a starlet too, baby, I'm him. Loyal to Benji, my friend. The bad. I don't trust hoes, I got issues. A very big bag, what I been to. Shout out all my ex bitches, don't miss you. I go be small with pants like Lynch do. Gang, 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 bitch, my click boo. Fuck up this shit, fuck that shit, dude. Don't get this shit confused. I'm not the nigga that I used to be. I know they wanna see me lose. I know they hate the way they chose on me. That's on me. I walk in and like, who is he? Bitch, I'm a boy like I'm Wayman. This bitch don't wanna pay, I'm like Wayman. I just took my nine and my Sharon Barber. That just mean that I'ma leave with what I came with. These bitches wanna fuck because I'm famous. She love it how I'm never in the same whip. Think this bitch trying to set me up. She want my ATA and who I came with. What you don't see in broke niggas that you see in me. Trying to send niggas to my home, trying to get on me. If you need to make them run like they DMC. 25 lighters on my dress like I'm DMD. Rich niggas still pulling numbers like the DMV. Burn brass AR-15, that's my mini-me. Hey, all these gold chains, but don't pity me. So many toes down now in Vegas like a centipede. Don't get this shit confused. I'm not the nigga that I used to be. I know they wanna see me lose. I know they hate the way they chose on me. That's on me. I walk in and like, who is he? Who is he? I walk in and like, who is he?